0: If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brakes. Through May 24th, check out the spring brake deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts and get 15% off a set of brake best select or import direct brake pads with two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Or shop online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know a spot, but not just a spot the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. One for hitting a trail. One for catching a wave. One where this happened.
1: Yo, where'd our tent go?
0: Another where the fish get bigger every time you tell the story. Some spots, you made your mark. Others Ah. marked you. And one, okay, let's stay away from that one. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With best-in-class standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281-pound-foot of torque. Comparison based on 2022 Frontier S versus latest in-market-ward small truck segment. Base models compared based on manufacturer's website.
2: For, I can't believe I'm doing this.
0: You can do an intro?
2: Hi, this is uh, episode, I don't know what number, uh, but uh, welcome. I have a guest speaker. If you could introduce yourself, guest speaker.
1: Hi, my name is Nelson, <laughs> and uh, I'm very happy to be here tonight.
2: Yeah, Nelson, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we're able to uh, record this podcast together, so... <laughs> We're currently a little bit drunk, and, and we're recording this podcast, and we just said, you know, why not? Fuck it. So we're we, having some interesting conversations, so, yeah, so let's record so, it.
1: So we've been having interesting conversations. and I don't know if it's because of the alcohol we think it's interesting. Yes. Maybe you guys would be the judge.
2: I think that's because we're just awesome people. Yeah, and I think
1: so. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. With awesome minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, you got the flexibility of not posting this if it doesn't go anywhere, too. So
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. But... Hey, we've been talking about some interesting topics, about, you know, deep topics about life and, yeah. yeah. So, Nelson, um, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, so, I'm a software engineer. Okay. I'm working on virtual reality and augmented reality for uh, for the DOD, uh, trying to advance... What's the
2: DOD, Nelson?
1: Department of Defense.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: So, we're trying to advance um, the uh, emerging technologies to try to solve some of the DOD problems, and uh, more, more in, in the realm of um, getting rid of the, like the expensive simulators and seeing what we could do with the off-the-shelf hardware and uh, implementing those instead um, while we're doing it. But you know I think it has a big his- a future ahead of us, so we'll see where it goes. Um, it's, the industry is growing. I've been working at uh, the virtual reality lab for the last four or five years now. And during that that's time, amazing. it's been exploding. So we'll see what the future... I'm excited to see what the future has to hold for us.
2: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So that's about, you know, about me. <laughs> besides that. Um,
2: yeah. And, hey, not to mention what we are just talking about. So that's your job, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, you have lived in how many countries?
1: I was in the military, so I jumped around a lot. So right. I was in Germany. I was in Texas. Uh, I was in uh, Virginia, Um, but then I, you know, I travel all the time too, so I've been to Paris Europe, I guess is the same thing. Uh, yeah,
2: so what, yeah. W- what would you say... Uh, well, so right now we're in San Diego, so this is where you live, and you lived <laughs> here for 20 years, you said. Yeah. So what is your favorite country or place you've lived in or been to?
1: I think Japan has been one of my... Oh,
2: right on. My, my
1: favorite places that, that left an impact on me, and I yeah. was all like, wow, what am I doing with my life? What,
2: were Basically. you in Tokyo?
1: I was in Tokyo, and That's I regret amazing. not spending more time in Tokyo. Um, uh, I... When I went there, my friends told me don't spend time in Tokyo because <laughs> it's it's a to- all touristy. Out you don't want to waste your time there. So I didn't spend make much time in Tokyo, but I love Tokyo and I wish I would have spent more time. I think I was only there for four days. Um, during that time it it was amazing. I didn't get to see everything I wanted to see. Yeah, but I did enjoy. Like I mentioned, I was I'm in, um, uh, I'm into Latin dancing, like salsa dancing, bachata, um, merengue, cha cha. And yeah. uh, in Japan, we went okay. to a Latin dance club.
2: Get out of here. And
1: it was amazing because you can't communicate with anybody. Because nobody yeah. speaks English. But they wow. dance. They dance and you communicate through dance, which is amazing. No, You know, just going right, halfway around the world and just communicating with someone with dancing is, is amazing. Just so, your
2: body language. Yeah. yeah. That sounds fantastic. I have been to Tokyo. Oh,
1: how nice.
2: Yeah. I was there for maybe roughly... Um, Three nights. Okay. It was a short trip, but this is when I was um, previously working in the Bay Area, and I, I thought the city was fantastic. Yeah, um, the transit system is amazing. People were friendly. Uh, I didn't speak the language, but I mean, I was able to use like a translator app on my phone, mm-hmm. and you know, people never judged me for it. They oh, were yeah. just always right. willing to help. Uh, the two words. Let me let me think. What I what do I know in Japanese? I know konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa is hi, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then thank you is, how do you say it?
1: Oh, ahayo goes this is one of the ones I remember is good morning.
2: Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I know arigato. Arigato.
1: arigato. Thank yeah, you. Thank
2: you. Uh, do you know more words, Nelson? Uh,
1: probably not. I mean, <laughs> when I was there, I, I was building my vocabulary, but since then, I haven't really practiced too much, but I okay. did love the language, and I think... um Yes. It's a little easier to learn than some of the other, um... Yeah.
2: Middle,
1: or the eastern countries.
2: I didn't expect you to say Tokyo. I actually didn't even know you've been to Tokyo. So that's, that's awesome. Um,
1: that's beautiful. I think the one thing I remember about Tokyo, or Japan in general, so clean, the streets are so clean. And there's no <laughs> trash cans anywhere. Right. So you gotta carry your trash with you in your backpack until you find
2: I remember that. Can. I did the same. <laughs> I had to, like, carry it in my purse, yeah.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah, it is beautiful. I, I, I'd love to go there again, but there's so many other countries to see, so I'll probably put it in the backlog for now, but I do want to go back there one day.
2: Absolutely, I agree. I want to explore more of the maybe rural areas. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, mine was definitely Tokyo was on the top. Really? Yes. Uh, I also enjoy Brussels a lot.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, diverse crowd. You know, diverse crowd, people are friendly. Whatever you see diversity, I think it's a positive thing. You know right. what I mean? It's where you know uh, people are welcome no matter what they look like or where they're from. I think it's a like, po- positive indication. Right, right. Yeah. And,
1: and it's weird, yeah, because I grew up in California all my life, and I realized that not every, you know, you, you think that everybody is diverse as we are in California. Know yeah. All different types of races. They're not. The time they, they are so not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: and when I joined the military, that's what I realized. One of the main things I realized is that, you know, the rest of this country isn't as diverse as California or
2: it's New not. York and those
1: places.
2: Hey, in fact, I think I mean California is unique in a sense where some areas are diverse and some are not. But um, like, even take New Jersey for instance, right? I feel like well, so that's where um, I grew up in New Jersey. So I feel like South Jersey, maybe there's not much diversity. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm never minded there. But no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, we're we're lucky to be in, in these areas like San Diego um, where you just kind of feel like at home.
1: Yeah. Did you watch the Jersey Shore much when you were out there?
2: Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a lot like that? Is
2: it... It's not. It's not. <laughs> I hate that you said that. Um, it's funny I I think people outside of the U.S. watch that show and make that assumption about Jersey City. Like everyone in, Jersey, in New Jersey is like that, and that is just a misconception. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, no, not at all. I mean, do I do I seem like I a, no, a, no, no, a, no, no, I don't no, know no. what is it Guido? <laughs> I,
1: mean, I didn't watch the show that much, but I, well, you know like like Guido
2: and <laughs> Guido, yeah. <whatever. laughs> I mean, I'm, de- I'm definitely, I don't think I'm great dead. Mm-hmm. I think I'm too much of a nerd for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so are you, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Which yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. the sure. weird thing is that nerd is more of a, it's not a derogatory as much as it used to be anymore. <laughs> uh, it's gone mainstream.
2: I think so. I think, I, I see that as a compliment, to be honest. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Me too.
2: Yeah. I think it means great minds.
1: Yeah. yeah. I agree. For sure. So anyway, um, so you're telling me it's that you, it, I don't know if you want to get too personal, but you're telling me that you sometimes uh, get anxious about things? Yeah. Can you share a little bit of um, what makes you anxious or what? what um...
2: Um, so I, well, this is also still in the personal realm, but I'm, I'm uh, open to share. I've had anxiety for a long time in my life. Um, I had to understand why that was you know, it could be so many different things. Oh no. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's not
1: good for audio. Guys, <laughs> guys this guy's not my conference call. Yeah, all so the we time. so Nelson
2: has three dogs. Uh, I don't mind mentioning them at all. They're all adorable. <laughs> and they're yeah, great we, company.
1: Yeah, we got Yoshi <laughs> here. Uh, uh, helps Izzy, with the
2: anxiety. <laughs> yeah, and Jack. Yeah.
1: They're usually pretty quiet, but they're, <laughs> they're excited
2: because right. they can feel our energy, see? <laughs> <laughs> and Yoshi is what? What, what is uh, Shiba Yoshi's breed? Shiba Inu. And, and he's he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> what he's a cutie pie. And yeah, not to mention. So yeah, I would say with anxiety, um, I may have to associate that to maybe being a highly sensitive person. We call them HSPs in the psychology world. So our nervous systems are a little bit just sensitive I guess compared to other people and we feel things when it feels good it feels really good but when it feels bad it feels absolutely terrible so yeah. I think um, we get more traumatized compared to other people very for, easily for smaller things Well so I mean as you get grow into being an adult you know yourself more so you're not as traumatized you come from a more of a place of understanding mm-hmm. but you know when you first go off into the world and you <laughs> face these oh, things yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of answers your question, right, Nelson? Yeah,
1: yeah. The anxiety definitely. stuff, yeah. yeah. Is there is there anything um, that's giving me anxiety today or lately in your life?
2: Um, The sleep factor definitely doesn't help, I, I would say. Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: you, have a, you mentioned you're a night person usually, right? Yes,
2: so yeah. I'm currently in an erratic schedule, and I am a night owl, so early mornings. Are not my thing. I think you're a night owl as well.
1: Yeah. And I've been so you able to get me? away with, um, like, four to five hours a night. I could get away with that for you a long time. You can. For a long time. You know,
2: some people are actually genetically inclined for that. Yeah. They have a specific gene in their body that allows them to thrive with just five or four hours of sleep compared to the average adult who needs eight hours. Really? Okay. So maybe you're one of those uh, mutants. Yeah, maybe. You're one of those I'm, X-Men. i really okay
1: for a long time. But I, do, <laughs> I do like, I know they say you can't catch up on sleep. Yeah, never quite understood that, but that's what everybody says. But every once in a while, after doing that for a long time, like like I sleep on the weekend, like until past noon or something. You know, I feel that so good. That sounds nice.
2: But yeah. Good, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, sleep sleep is um is medicine. Your brain definitely needs it. You know. That's yeah, um, so interesting.
1: You know, as a species, <laughs> we never evolved to get rid of sleep. You know, and the whole world has to sleep yeah even animals even (laughs) fish and dolphins i mean we can't get away from it
2: yeah and you know dreams are actually um a good indication that your brain is actually processing from your subconscious and um, there's a theory or an idea or maybe it's true uh that dreams may just be the multiverse like it may be just other lives you've lived or um who knows phenomena happening in another universe where you're a different person and I mean, life could be anything. Who are we to say? Science shouldn't be um, the thing that dictates on what is possible. I I think that uh, there's just so much we don't understand, we don't know, because of our human condition. We're we're not able to really understand something beyond our senses, and which definitely definitely. exists in my experience. So, you know, even the idea of God, I believed in God and I didn't believe in God, but I do think... I'm I'm a more, um, I think, I try to think from a more universal mindset and to keep the notion of God neutral in a sense where, hey, maybe there is such things as a higher power, but I, I don't think it needs to be Jesus or it, it needs to be Moses. It's just, it's just some type of universal, infinite energy that we're all connected to.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, and I think there's God in you, there's God in me, and I think that we could be Jesus if we wanted to. I think Jesus is just an example of someone that was just so connected to love that even to this day, after thousands of years, his love was so great that we still hear about it.
1: Still telling his story.
2: Yeah. And I think we definitely have um, the potential to be that kind of love. We do, but it's just hard because our egos get in the way, or. You know, subconscious things. All the gunk we're hiding there gets in the way. Their insecurities, anxiety gets in the way. I think. Hmm. Sorry, getting a little deep there.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I think the wine's slowing me down too, but it's, it's nice to ponder things like that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Um, so you mentioned past lives and stuff. Do you uh, do you think um, that we move on after this life? After we die, do you think we we uh, we we uh, reborn? somewhere or something or
2: um so I think there's many possibilities but the one that I have come across is um to get to the level of Jesus since he's you know our popular guy over here Mm. with with his uh, amazing divine example um and then Hinduism too you know Hinduism also preaches a lot of profound things uh like I've been attending these meetings of the Bhagavad Gita which is the Hindu holy book love reading the concepts I like anything that is universal and that's not condemning a certain group of people because mm-hmm. that is I don't think that's God at all but anyway
1: yeah. yeah we I think we agree about that I just had a huge conversation with my family about this um and usually I don't share this with everybody but <laughs> yeah that's one of my biggest pet peeves is is um that there's so many religions out there that that think everybody else is going to hell like everybody else they're always pointing the picture yeah and i'm all like well first of all logically that doesn't make any sense i mean somebody must be wrong you know right you guys aren't and there's a good chance that you're wrong um so you might be the one going to hell but i mean it just doesn't make sense if if everybody is trying to 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 even, even let's just say Christians in general. Everyone loves God, believes in God. Everyone loves God and Jesus, but they're going to hell just because they they didn't follow the Bible a certain way that other people thought they were following it. It's just a big pet peeve of mine. It always feels yeah.
0: like,
1: always feels like um, makes me feel dark inside to hold some of that judgment and yeah, and anger and um, and it, it it doesn't feel like it's 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 um, god when, when i'm in that environment i feel like it's not. there's something else in there that shouldn't feel that way
2: yeah and
1: even though people tell me that yeah you're not you're um well if you don't believe it you're gonna go to hell i'm all like well you know what when i meet my maker i'm gonna have to take it up with him and tell him it, it didn't feel right god i had it i had to use myself my judgment yeah And it, it felt dirty inside I mean, right it, it, didn't, it didn't feel like the right thing to be doing so
2: yeah i don't know no, oh, yeah. I, I agree. I don't
1: want really to get too about that, but we just had a huge <laughs> conversation about this over the holidays. I mm-hmm. agree
2: with you. And, I mean, that sounds like an amazing conversation to have over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to keep my family, you know, talking about this stuff, but it can get um, kind of sensitive. Yeah, yeah. So try to keep it light. But, um, no, no, I agree with you. I think God is just love, mm. and that is also... Showing love towards all the parts of yourself that are ugly. And people can come and argue about this, but, I mean, we're all in a work in progress. I really think, I think at the end of the day, if someone truly tries, that is what is important. You're trying.
1: Right.
2: You know, you're trying, you're recognizing, okay, you recognize you will never be 100%, but not to be sad about that, because maybe the possibilities are infinite. Why even have a limit? Maybe we can be greater and greater and greater. (laughs) And I don't just believe that about myself. I believe that about everybody. But again, like I said, I think the state of mind is truly like the God state of mind. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to stay in that place because your ego always gets in the way. And I know this. It's a constant battle. It's a constant battle we all go through. And I guess that's what I feel like what I have learned in my search is that you keep repeating your life. It's Maybe it's possible, and maybe it's just a theory. Maybe it's not true. I'm not sure. i
1: going to prove that. that
2: right? <laughs> I think that until we reach the level of Jesus, we keep coming back and having to learn.
1: <laughs> they're both looking at me like they're guilty. And like what?
2: Who knows, maybe you know, there's all these interesting topics. Reincarnation, maybe one one day we'll be talking. I don't know. I, I honestly I don't know. Mm. There's so many amazing um, ideas and theories. It's uh it feels kind of a sense of relief to know that hey, these could be the possibilities.
1: Yeah.
2: Because it's better than just it being a void and being to the be unknown.
1: Nothing yeah. yeah.
2: So I think we can make it be whatever we want it to be. Maybe that's it. You know, and and the po- more popular ideas is what gets um, spread in everyone's mind, but.
1: Yeah, but we nobody knows for sure.
2: Yeah, nobody's nobody knows, and I, I mean, that's why Nelson, I met you because I understand that one day. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. and I just want to... I just want to experience life in the best way that I can. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to hurt anyone in the process. I'm making sure that I do it in a way where I try to make it as meaningful as possible. But it's hard. <laughs> like come on, come on. We're stuck to our screens. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, again, keeping that divine energy in mind at the end of the day, try to be a good person, try to be kind try not to make it about money even though i know we all have to pay bills Mm -hmm. um some some people out there oh my god they are in the god energy and they're doing so good (laughs) um i I feel like i'm not there and then that's okay you know i try to go there but i think you cannot force yourself to get to that point where you're not in the state of bliss and peace if you're not there it's not worth it so i'd rather be my imperfect self and accept it, and be in a place of acceptance and content, then, you know, it's okay, it's okay that I'm not at that level, because I don't think you can force yourself to get there, I think you have to naturally just get there, where it just feels effortless, and um, again, as long as you're trying, right?
1: Right, right, and I think we're, some of our, our harshest critics are ourselves, anyway, sometimes we, you know, beat each other up over what, where we're at or what we're doing and stuff and if you look around I mean some people might look might look up to you
2: some people might look up to me
1: might look up to you I mean yeah in general I mean sometimes you don't think you are making a difference but some people you know you might
2: yeah I mean that's I'm not doing it so people will look up to me I guess um I have gone through um some intense experiences and I just um you know want to share that.
1: Did you share any experiences with
2: us? No, just um, share ideas. Share. um... (laughs) Yoshi. He's a character. He's so cute. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah, like what we're doing here, you know, sharing. I think uh, what I have come across for myself is when I hear someone's story, I think that it has an impact on me learning what they went through. Some of it I can relate to or some of it I can learn from. So if anyone's, you know, trying to listen in and maybe asking, wondering about the same questions that I am and they learn about what answers I have, it may help them because I know it helps me when I come across that. So, and I think it's okay. It's okay to want to express yourself. I feel like it's not a narcissistic thing. want to do that and um hey i work hard (laughs) and who knows um you know i do have this other theory that there is this perhaps grand design that we don't understand Mm. that exists there's this Mm. grand design and maybe this is just part of my design you know i'm supposed to do this and maybe i'm just supposed to live my life express myself in the best way possible yeah. and usually we end up sharing that expression with our family and friends but when you put it on this technology that ha- that we have available you get to share it with strangers and like yeah, so many it's other there people forever <laughs> it's in the cloud forever <laughs> <laughs> until the server um, <laughs> the server farm gets destroyed uh,
1: well sometimes you have conversations and you forget about them the next day because of that <laughs> alcohol and
2: not, I don't think I'm gonna forget about this. I think I'm <laughs> gonna um, think about this and be like, "What the? <laughs> I can't believe I opened up to this point." Mm. But
1: no, I appreciate it. That's very, very interesting. Very nice. Appreciate it. So you never told me what your most um, scariest horror movie or favorite horror movie was, Really the scariest horror Do movie. Do we need to
2: record this in the podcast? Uh sure. <laughs> the scariest uh-huh. horror movie. We just went from like this deep topic. To uh, I know, one. I
1: know. I'm sorry, I think I I, I was getting uh, felt a little vulnerable. Maybe I change the subject. We <laughs> could <laughs> go back.
2: Was that a little too scary? Sorry, yeah, you got like no, really fine. deep there. No,
1: that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. just trying to lighten up the mood a little bit. I think. Did <laughs> Did
2: you like stalk me on social media? And you were like, I'm wondering what's up. No, but I'm going, going
1: to now. Oh. I'm going now that you know oh. you're a podcaster and everything. Is that your real that's name it. on? on? what is that your real name on um, the um it is right and um, the podcast nilu that's my real
2: yeah, name n- yeah n-
1: is it real not your real name though
2: it's not my real name
1: right yeah it's not um yeah i'll, I'll stalk you i'll go see no what's
2: don't out. I'll see what's
1: n- out there. you don't really know my last <laughs> name so you're not gonna find what's me. All, what else is out the podcast anything else art <sighs> any art anything creative Writing, writing, oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, um, novels, story, short stories, um, blogs, blogs. That
2: makes absolute no sense. Apparently, oh,
1: well who, who, knows? T- who told you that? What? Who told you it didn't make any sense?
2: Um, I, I assume I assume it doesn't make sense. So, <laughs> uh, but I try to keep sharing it because I'm wondering if maybe it may make sense too somebody out there i think and, it's uh, a good exercise
1: to go and and just get everything out of your mind that that you have in your mind and see see uh see what happens you know to beat something maybe yeah put the yeah puzzles together eventually.
2: exactly so precisely you know it's very similar to what we're doing here this is um just uh conversation communication from who we are so i see the blog as um being in a in a flow state And I consider myself a poetic person, because I have been through pain, I know what pain is like, and I think pain can be transmuted, alchemized into beautiful things as well. So that's what I I try to do, so I try to use my pain, alchemize it. You can't do that with, well software is art too, you know, coding is art, Mm. but it's different. I think it's inevitable that technology will evolve and maybe it is possible that robots will become sentient. But I think it's important who we turn out to be as human beings because if we, because robots, robots are going to carry human data. That's how, you know, that's how they're going to evolve. I think it's part of nature. This Mm -hmm. is just part of nature. It's what's evolving into. But if we can, I mean, I think we are very powerful where we shape what next thing of nature is going to be if we're good decent human beings we have empathy we focus on that then i think the next sentient beings whatever you know nature is evolving into they will also be with empathy and they will also be open-minded they will also be kind so i think we have important work we're doing here all our data that is collected in this technology is essentially a mirror of who we are and those robots will it's it's important it's really important for us to do this internal work because and it's not just about <laughs> it's not about math <laughs> it's it's not about just the logic all the time. I think there there is a soul thing, and the soul is just universal. it's effortless. it's like in its pure form. Um, logic is a servant, like I told my friend now sir my high school friend and he's one of the people that have that has come out and literally said that he looks up to me and i'm just like dude what are you talking about Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh i'm still a 13 year old girl Uh (laughs) how can you look up to me i just don't see that um but yeah i mean one of the advice he asked and i told him listen and this is something i learned from somebody you know i learned from the community that i was part of that is how how powerful the heart is. And the logic is a servant. Hmm. The logic is a servant. The heart is the true master.
1: Is that community, um, they have a, a wide range of, uh, is very diverse, the community? I mean, just because yeah, uh, yeah. uh, guys, well, girls, I guess is my biggest question. There's a lot of guys and girls in there? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Because uh, I, I just mm-hmm. always growing up where, um, and I think it's pretty common, where guys kind of bury their feelings, and, and I love li- living by logic and and, um, and stuff like that. So I know that's yeah. not healthy, but I know... Well, I also know military
2: the, culture can be like that. That's true. W- would I mean, would you say, or I don't want to buy, be um, biased?
1: I, I'm not really sure if military has something to do with it. Um, I think a, a, most of the males I know just don't like expressing their emotions or their feelings, and they, they kind yeah. of bury it. And it, it becomes... I don't know, bliss happily, uh, bliss not not being able, you know, just concentrating on logic and nothing else. Express so,
2: yourself, yeah.
1: Yeah, so like, so I don't know, I don't think it's healthy, but it's I just not. think I just think that's what reality is for a lot of guys.
2: Not a lot, um, yeah. I think it's maybe this is an extreme term to use, like toxic masculinity. So, well, here's here's another instance to share. So I think. Everyone has, um, like, we're all a dichotomy. We're all a dichotomy. We have both the feminine and masculine. We have both those kind of energies mm. um, or frameworks. So the feminine is the caring. You know, it's, it's the healing. It's the emotion. And the, uh, they both are very balanced. We, we need both energies. You have feminine in you and masculine in you. I have feminine in me and masculine in me. Sometimes, um, some of us can be more dominant in that energy. Um, like some, uh, some guys are more just sensitive and they're dominant in their feminine energy. Um, and then some girls are more dominant in their masculine energy. And I think I, I've come off that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Is that, do you feel like that's what, what it truly really is or is it, um, it's a perception?
2: I think it's a perception. Well, my, from my own experiences and how I know myself is, you know, it is, Unfortunately it is a man's world and in my life to be able to do the things I needed to do and to be able to thrive in the environments I needed to thrive, I had to channel my masculine energy. Like, you know, when I if I go out there as a tender, sensitive female, I know I'm gonna get eaten up. Mm. You know, and, and to survive and to adapt and to really truly push myself, I feel like I had to channel more of my masculine energy. To be able to survive able to be strong like um i guess i've i've tried to be independent but the world prefers the masculine energy and that's the whole patriarchal you know like negative thing about patriarchy right it's like a very male dominated male preferred world Mm. and i think that's why i've more connected more with my masculine energy. It's just to be able to survive and navigate so through. Like
1: a suit of armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, but... You know, e- even in my culture, even in my culture... Maybe I'm... Maybe it's my misconception, but I even see, like, my family and my parents. <laughs> um, they always... I mean, this is in every family. But I always felt like, unsafe, being in my feminine. Like, I just felt like something bad was going to happen to me. (laughs) Like, I always had to be strong. So, you know, I always had to have that strong image. And, yeah, I guess it's just out of fear, basically. And so far, whatever we have on our textbooks and our academics, I think... It doesn't even cover the surface. I think there's just so much going on because I think reality in the world is just so complex. There's things we try to make sense of and try to understand, try to give meaning to, but there are so many things beyond us. We don't understand. Um, anything's possible at that point. But, yes. Was You're really your, asking your, me all these crazy <laughs> questions.
1: <laughs> was your family really strict with you growing up? Were they very conservative?
2: Yeah, they were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Not as conservative as compared to other families, I would say. But I think with me, um, I've always been a certain rebel. Mm. Um, I couldn't help myself. So I would say, in a way, I think I've also influenced my immediate family. Like my parents, I think I've influenced them in my own way by pushing back on some of the things they try to push back on me. And I think I've actually made them a little bit more open minded.
1: More, yeah. Thinking outside the box a little bit. Over, yeah, you know, because
2: down. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being exposed to so many different things. And I bring that home. And I try to share yeah. that with my family. And I try to make them think.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I noticed that too with the family. maybe it's a cultural, or not a cultural thing, but a generation thing. but. Um, there's a lot of things that, 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 that's that been accepted for years, for, for, for generations, and then you ask about it. You know why? Why are we doing that? And they don't have an answer. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. just like, well, we always done it that way. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. But in a way, I can't even blame them for that because when I understand how our brains operate, and I'm like, this is just a state of mind, but I'm so grateful... And even though it's been very, very, very tough, everything that I've been through, I'm so grateful for it, and I feel like I'm privileged. Because, and it is a painful process. It's a painful process to change your mind. It mm. is. Mm, 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 because we want to be with the familiar. <laughs> we want to. Um, it takes I'm, work.
1: I'm always looking to change my mind, actually. I'm always trying to end and challenge my beliefs um, at times and um, I think it has something to do with um, with with a little bit of, um, of defense for one thing because I have to know if someone doesn't agree with me I gotta know what they're thinking in the order to defend it to, to counteract whatever they're thinking so I gotta but I like to think that I'm, I'm trying to challenge my own beliefs and trying to keep an open mind even though I may not um, 100% agree with somebody else i'm trying trying to see um the other side and to see if there's an merit because there's usually some merit i mean
2: yeah
1: th- there's and there's some warning signs like i tell some of our younger uh, nephews and nieces like if you really want to find out what the truth is you know don't first of all don't trust anybody don't yeah. listen to everybody don't take it as as gospel as word for anything you hear from anybody uh challenge it think about it and and uh, ask questions. And, uh, like, for, for instance, a lot of times I see, and, and I'm sure a lot of people, I don't know what this whole tribalism lately with politics is. <laughs> I'm sure people scenario, are, sure. are definitely uh, sincere in their beliefs and they really believe what's going on. But you gotta ask yourself, um, what? You gotta ask yourself, well, am I being duped? Or, or there's a, there's a, there's a phrase that, that um, my girlfriend used on me once. She said, you have to stand for something or fall for everything. But she was using it because I wasn't agreeing with her. Hmm. Which, which I, don't, I think is the opposite of what that phrase kind of means. You know, I mean, like a lot of times in politics we see something where one politician does something and everybody that backs up his side is cheering him on. But when the other side does the exact same thing... Then they boom them for this exact same thing, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, do you guys not see that? Does that not make yeah. logical sense to you? I mean, something's either right or wrong. You gotta you gotta stand up and say, is this? Do I accept this?
2: Because it's um, because it's more difficult to think. It takes effort to think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. I guess it does, and it takes time to get informed and. And think and I, I'm assuming I'm seeing you're more on the liberal side of, of politics or
2: I, I would say so
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I'm not trying to put a label on myself
1: yeah I don't like labels either because yeah. I, I like to think of I call out bullshit where I see it right and I think if one side's doing bullshit I'm gonna call it out regardless <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend I'm not gonna agree with someone just because they're on a certain side or have certain colors right. So let me tell you a story. When I first got out of college, I was uh, just got out of the military.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was more in the conservative side of okay. politics. Okay. And I remember being a big fan of uh, Rush Limbaugh when I got out of college.
2: Got it. And okay. I was
1: listening to him. And one day, um, I realized that he was talking a lot of bullshit. Stuff did not make sense. And I'll give you the exact example where it did not make sense and i realized i got to stop listening to this guy this guy is not telling me the truth this guy is telling me one side of the story only and he will continually only tell me one side of the story and that's not what i want to hear i want to be well rounded informed with everything but of what happened was he uh there was i don't know if you remember in history and i, I got to look it up but there were some uh senators that were molesting pages mm-hmm. in the house so young guys young boys that were um that were um helping the Senate or volunteering for the Senate that are getting molested. And I remember thinking, I want to hear what Rush has to do about this. I want he is a man in principle. He's gonna mm. lay these guys on their butt and I want him to um to, to share that with us. And when I got on the radio, he blamed he didn't blame them at all and he blamed the other side. Completely
2: right. Well, on the other side
1: it didn't have anything to so do with who's, this.
2: So, who's 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 this person you're talking about, Nelson? Because some of our audience what? may be, hopefully, international. Rush <laughs> uh, Limbaugh. Yes. Who is oh, he? He's
1: a conservative talk show host. Got where, it. Where he, he uh,
2: of the Republican Party. Republican
1: right? Party. Republican okay. Party. So anyway, he didn't he didn't he didn't bash the Republicans that were doing this. And instead, he blamed the other side. And he came up with all these reasons why. The other side was the blame. But when it was so clear that it wasn't the other side, it was the Republicans, the blame. In this case, <laughs> I knew he was talking bullshit. And anything that I would hear from now on, it would be one-sided no matter what. I wasn't going to get the full story. So that that point on, I stopped listening to him. And I never listened yeah. to him again. And I try to listen to both sides of the story as much as I can. Right. But, um... But yeah, you uh, that that that. I, at least I'm proud of myself that I was able to switch my my uh, belief, my allegiance at that point. And I think I could still switch.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, anytime someone's calling, I mean, I'm not loyal to anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not paying me for anything. Right. So why should I be loyal? As soon as someone talk, talk, starts talking bullshit, I'm gonna call it out. I mean, come on, one one side. I mean, it's not rocket science. One one political party. Body was a good idea to put bleach in your, in your, in your body to kill a virus. Oh, come on, they're, they're, it's it's bullshit. You gotta call bullshit when it's bullshit. If, those, if the Democrats do the same thing, yeah. you call them out.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. No, I, I agree. I think we're all just human beings at the end of the day. Hey, you know what's the remarking about? <laughs> so this podcast is a car. Conversation Sorry. between myself, Nelson, and
1: Izzy? our guest
2: appearances, Izzy. the adorable she, doggies. I'm
1: sure, that makes the audio sound <laughs> amazing. No, Do you want a don't more? even we got to finish off the bottle.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. And with that said, I think uh, we're going to end the podcast here. <laughs> So, thanks yeah, again it was, it was for you. tuning in to another episode of Conversations with Nilu. So, you want
1: to say bye. Hey. Hey, it was a pleasure. Bye everybody. Hopefully, we uh, talk again soon.
2: Think about the last time you needed to see a doctor. How long did it take to get answers? Did you wait weeks for the earliest appointment? Hours in the doctor's office? What if you didn't have to wait? What if you could see a doctor the same day at a time you choose? What if your visit started on time and you left with a prescription in hand? What if going to the doctor was easy?
0: Good news, at ZoomCare, it is.